Good morning to all and to all a good morning. Welcome to Esther Club. It's a new Tuesday uh, for you. For us, we're back in time today, uh, February 14th, the worst day of the year. Just kidding. All holidays are the worst days of the year. Um, I just want to remind everyone, even though you're not listening to this on Valentine's Day, you might be listening to it near a different holiday. Um, All holidays are evil. They were built to put pressure on your emotions and your wallets. And I'm done. I'm tapped out. I'm not participating. Um, Holidays are hurtful. Hashtag holidays are hurtful. Carl, welcome to the show. (laughs) Carl? (laughs) Carl with a K. Who are you talking to? (laughs) I... I have no. I got invited to Valentine's Day. You did? Yeah, last night. I I couldn't go. It was like the last straw for me. What do you mean? Of like, like being included as a girl? Okay, that is so rude. What? I, th- I thought it was more of a gay thing. No, wait. What? Tell me. You tell Galentine's me. Valentine's Day. Is You're like coming the, in too hot. No, I'm not. <laughs> you started with Carl. Valentine's Day is like the day before Valentine's Day if you're single. Oh, I didn't know it was the day before. It's mostly like gay guys and girls. And th- well, that's who the group was. I thought Valentine's Day just means you paying with your friends on Valentine's Day. Am I wrong? I think that's wrong. Okay. Yeah, no, it's like the February 13th. <sighs> well, now we're doing what I don't want to do, which is talk too much about what's happening in our time. Okay. When like other people's time, they're like Valentine's Day. Like we don't care. We're already on to like. You know what I did instead? Easter. What? I listened to Amy Winehouse all night. What I'm is your a, favorite song? Um, Stronger Than Me right now. I don't even know that one. It's off the soundtrack of her documentary. It's really oh. good. It's like the I listened to it like a hundred times. And on the 90th time, I like I was like, oh, I know what this song's about. She's like not into this guy because he's like kind of a bitch. And Can- I was like, you could either get mad at this message or like learn from it. <laughs> And I was trying to Girl. learn from it for sure. I um, I love Amy Winehouse. There's something that like I feel like only people that are a little bit unhealthy can listen to a song a hundred times in a row. So welcome oh, to can? the club. Oh, no, okay, I okay. <laughs> like so you were shaming me. I only listen to music like binge it, burn it out till the song is like doesn't. It's like when you say a word too much and it starts to sound silly. Like mm. I have to listen to a song so much that I cannot hear it again for 10 years. Anyway, I love Back to Black by Amy Winehouse. I'm sure you were listening to Amy Winehouse because this week Carlos and I and Caroline went to um, the Grammy Museum Amy Winehouse exhibit, mm-hmm. which was really cool. Yeah. They had – it's in downtown LA and they have – her clothes, but also her journals, which some people I think would see that as like morbid and like a violation, but I think it's really cool and I respect it. And I think like, I think that's what an artist, I think what an artist would want is like for their writings to be shared. Passed down. Yeah. And I was really, I don't know, it was really like touching and I, Mm. they had like cutouts from her planner. They're adjusting the camera. Is it my chin? What is it about my face that's not working? You keep going Exposure. out of focus. Exposure. This is the day I have to tell you guys I'm a ghost. I was, oh, I was about to go there. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, she had they had like uh, images of her old like planners, like in to do lists, and then yesterday I went and bought a planner. Oh wow! I'm really excited for my new life. Where'd you get a planner? I bought it at this. A journal place in Echo Park. At what time? Why? Was it after I dropped you off after the Grammy Museum? Yeah, it was like later in the day. Because you needed me to do a Target run. Oh, right. And you could have got a planner at this same place. No, it was the Target run was after. Are you sure? No, you know what? You're honest with me. Yeah. I'll believe you. Yeah, no. Yeah, I don't. I feel like I don't have to say, are you sure with you? You're one of the only people who I actually like will trust on the first go around. Yeah, because it to me the honest answer is always the funnier answer. Exactly. <laughs> so even if it's a lie, it's like that's even funnier. Yeah. So, anyways, Amy Winehouse exhibit was really cool and uh, interesting. It, it made I, me sad. Yeah, it was sad. It was kind of sad, obviously. Yeah. I want to say more, but. I what don't else wanna... do you want to say? 
there was a person there that was like laughing and making fun of it and it really upset me. Um, and it's a person, it wasn't the person I named, but someone else that was there who I haven't named was laughing at her journals and it actually like really pissed me off. Because I was like, I'm actually reading these journals like in an inspirational mm-hmm. way and like in a relatable way and you're making fun of her? Like that's not why we're here. And it, I'm like still pissed. No, I know. It's like when you go to Disneyland and there's some like punk kid who's like, I can see the wires behind everything. <laughs> It's like, shut up. <laughs> Obviously, it's not real. We're not here for that. We're here to, like, I don't know, be respectful. Escape. Yeah. Rude. Anyways. But I like that you are anti, like, like, not being in the same vibe as the environment. Like, go along with it. Go with the flow. Like, have fun and be open to it. And I appreciate that about you. It makes me feel like I can go places with you and enjoy it and be present. Yeah, you got to commit to your surroundings a little bit. I like, like that. But also stay yourself. I don't know. It's a fine line. I just don't. I don't know. I'm not about making fun of a dead artist, period. Um, I'm about respecting them. So and that goes for kind of a lot of other things, too, not just dead artists. Um, that being said, we did have an Amy Winehouse joke in the Alone Together pilot that people were offended by. And I was like, bitch, I'm her big like I'm a fan. And mm-hmm. it's not I don't think it's offensive. You can watch it on Hulu and see if you think it's offensive. Is it it's still not. on Hulu? Yeah. Oh, I thought on the comments someone said it wasn't. People are always saying Alone Together is off Hulu. And then like an hour later, like, oh, wait, it's there. They just weren't searching it right. They're just like want me to find it for them or something. I don't know. Yeah, uh, <laughs> They want this. Yeah. Twitter makes it so that they think they can like have the star of the show like, figure <laughs> out their streaming <laughs> stuff at home. That's crazy. Um, Let's do a full body scan because we didn't do last last week's. So. Um, right now my head is good. I'm tingle free in my cheeks. My nose is like burning. No. Yeah. What does that mean? I don't know if it's like the air in LA, my allergies, but my nose is like inflamed. Wow. I know. I think I might have to start using the Flonies my doctor told me to use. It's, it doesn't look swollen or anything. That's good. It's just like the insides are burning. What okay. the f- Like, what is that? Your insides are burning. <laughs> That's usually like an STD thing, but like you, I feel like you don't have an STD on your nose. What, what if so I like, do? We, How? Like. Don't even go there. How could you go there? Well, that's like a burning sensation is usually that. Well, I have it in my nose. Going down, my throat is 95% okay, but it's 5% like a coating. Oh, no. <laughs> Who's the original source? Well, I know you're sick and you hit it. I feel what? That's crazy. I didn't hide it. I sent you a picture of the prescription bottle my dad got me. Yeah. Wow, mom's Mercedes, daddy's prescriptions. I don't have insurance. (laughs) You don't have insurance? No, I just text him my symptoms. Carlos, you don't have insurance? No, I text my dad my symptoms and I send him the the phone number for Walgreens on Highland. And he's okay with you not having insurance. I mean, he's probably not okay with it. If he were to pick a choice between the two, he'd be like, yeah, I want my son to have insurance, but I just don't have Carlos, it. Carlos, you need health insurance. Like, what if... I'm in good health. But that doesn't mean anything. I think. You could be in, like, a major accident or something, or, like, you could get struck by lightning. Those are two things that could happen. I know. I It's just a risk I'm willing to take. And you could be saddled with, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars of medical debt. Oh, my God. Now it's going to happen on the way back home. This <laughs> is crazy. No, I'm just saying, like, you need health insurance. I just don't want, like, a jinx happening right now. I so can... I feel like the burning sensation, it's all, like, witchy. And I feel like you're tapping into something. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm just looking out for you the way I did when I told you to stop going to tanning salons. I'm embarrassed now. <sighs> well, that's what we're here for. I did stop. Oh, sorry. Full body scan. So, so... Throat, 5% of a coating, nose is burning, shoulder, I would say an awareness in the back, like a muscle. A pre-ache. A muscle ache, a Mm -hmm. pre-ache. Stomach is good right now. Honestly, I still go back to that burning nose. Um, Hips are good. Everything. My shoes are a little too tight. Your shoes. Oh, my t- shoelaces. You should have my shoes. Just tell Siri to loosen them up. Yeah. So tell us about your shoes, you dork. <laughs> they're they're electronic and via Bluetooth. They're so cool. I want them. <laughs> you need to get them. 
There were four hundred dollars. Yeah, four hundred thirty-eight with taxes. And California. you don't have health insurance. Yeah, Something- but I have the Back to the Future shoes now. <laughs> this is like I put them on and they Im- immediately tightened to my feet, to my feet only. <laughs> like if you put them on, it would go to your feet. You are like a true millennial. You have four hundred dollars shoes and no health care. Siri, loosen my shoes. Not me. I got health care. Hey, Siri, can you loosen my shoes? And I got dirty ass old shoes. I'm a good old boomer. This one, this is negative. Oh, it's it was <laughs> listening to you. <laughs> Siri, listen to you over me. Siri knows. We, we talk on the side about you. You hacked my Siri. Um, <laughs> before we started the show, we have a new policy where like we don't talk to each other because we like, do the save it for the pod thing. Um, so Carlos was sitting across from the room and you said it was like being separated at school. Yeah, I always had to be separated from my friends. Me too. It made me think of that. And it made me think of, which is actually really sad, but like sophomore and junior year, um, I was super close with this one girl. We like, we did everything together. Like we had nicknames for each other. We were Allie and Star. We were like, (laughs) pretend we were from The Simple Life. She was Paris. I was Nicole. Like we were just inseparable. We both like never got in the plays together. So we would always like be bitter and go to the food court while everyone else was in play practice and then like out of nowhere one day she got sent away to boarding school and then she was gone and i was like completely left without her she never came back yeah never came back being a kid is crazy i know it was really sad like one day you're just like ripped from your life yeah it's because an older you made that happen that's wild yeah it was really it was a bummer um what's she doing now She's still there? No, I don't. I think she, I don't know where she is, but she. Where was the boarding school? Is it out of state? It was out of state. Yeah. What's with out of state boarding schools? Like there's schools in the state. Like it's, your parents don't like you that much. I know it's it is rude. weird that like people will send their kid out of state before they need to. Like it's just weird to me. Even Kim Jong-un got sent out of country to go to school. Why do you know that? Because he went to school with. That's negative to bring the, him up. I think he's like really. I I, I know you love him, but I don't. I don't love Kim Jong Un. I just know he went to high school in Switzerland. I think he went with one of the Strokes or something. Why do you know? Maybe that? that's not the case. Now you're just making up lies. No, there were like fa- there's like a famous boarding school in Switzerland where Kim Jong Un went with like cool American people, and that's where he learned that he was like into Dennis Rodman and the Bulls and in the NBA, and he like learned about American. Okay, culture well, there. personally, like Kim Jong, no disrespect, but like. I, Why don't you want to disrespect Kim Jong-un? Are you afraid of him? I don't want to go there. Like, I don't think it's funny. Master General, we're okay with you. <laughs> it's not funny to me. I think that you and him have a relationship that, like, you respect him. You have posters of him. Like, that's your game. <laughs> I, that's crazy. I'm American. You're North Korean. I Is feel that like a race? I, North... North Korean? Is that a race? I will just say Korean's the race and like there are no borders. There's a very real border. Yeah, I know. This is Isn't it called the DMZ? Why are we still talking about this? This is what you do. You send us on these like very negative tangents. It's not negative to talk about world events. What's the event we're speaking about? The Olympics? No. Are you pro Olympics? I just that's the only world event I, I know. Are you pro Olympics? They're coming back this summer. I think. No, no, that's not that can't possibly be true. I think they are. Really? Yeah. I don't really care about Olympics. I feel like That's a little negative. Maybe this year I'll watch to like participate in life. But in the past couple of Olympics I didn't. I don't think I've been really involved since the Atlanta ones. I like because it's on NBC. You see like NBC stars at the Olympics and it's like so weird. That's fun. Like the people from Will and Grace are watching like track and field. It's like, mm. that's so cool. Um, okay. I want to, we have a late comer to the studio. No, he was here already. I thought. Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, I believe he just got married is what I heard. Really? Congratulations. And it's Valentine's Day. I know. That's amazing. He got married at the courthouse. Mm -hmm. It's a dream. So jealous of that. I wish that my partner would marry me in a courthouse. How long were you dating before you got married? He's not on camera. Yeah, and I'll repeat his answer. (laughs) There's no point. I'll repeat the answer. There is a point. Carl. You just trust me. Fine. Go. No, no, no. Go to Run Wild with Esther Club. Take it. It's your Carl Club. (laughs) 
I don't know who that is. <laughs> and I just feel like if you keep going down that path, people will pick up on yeah, it. Yeah, it'll be like a comment thing. Like, okay. I don't know. Your but name? I do like Allie and Star a lot. <laughs> <laughs> who are you, Star or yeah. Allie? Star. Okay. Yeah. Because it's like my, sounds like my name. Um, yeah. I want to talk about something that is controversial amongst my friends, but it's something that I'm very pro, which is the short phone call. Mm. Now, I got into a fight with a friend this week because I called him and asked him a quick question, and I was like, okay, bye. And he's like, what? Like, oh, you just asked me a question and hang up, like, wants to, like, keep the conversation going. I'm like, no, this is like a vocal text. Like... This is how we do it. Like, I don't want to be this, like, phone zombie that texts all day. Like, I want to pick up the phone, hear your voice, get the question answered, and hang up. I think that's actually more intimate than someone that needs to call you and, like, be respectful. Like, how are you? You know? Like, to me, I always think about in uh, elementary school and middle school with my best friend, Christina, who we talk about now, I guess, every week. Um, just that classic phone call, like, come over now, bye. Hang mm -hmm. up. You show up. So I want to just say that I believe the short phone call is actually a sign of intimacy and closeness and not something that should be judged or picked a fight over. I think you agree, right? What, where do you stand? Yeah, we thoughts? talked about this yesterday. And What's the point of saying that? That we've already reviewed this. You and I, Yeah, I brought this up with you and now I'm bringing it up on the podcast. Yeah, and I was just like giving a little background. Or is that too behind the scenes? Just, it doesn't matter. I'm into the short phone call. It doesn't matter anymore. Okay, we're done with the short phone no, call No, say, say how you feel about it. I'm into it. I think it's cool. It's like husband and wifey or something like, oh, I'm going to Trader Joe's. What do you need? Oh, I need seaweed and this. All right, bye. Like, I'm parking. I got to go. Like, I feel like it's like when you're talking to like a loved one, including friends, it's like you can talk like a banker or something really quick on the phone. Like, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like. I don't like you can put up with that. Like you're at the level where I can be my true self, which is I want to get things done really quickly. Right. I think it's cool. I can't stop thinking about how my nose is burning. So that's really putting a damper. Um, what are other segments do we have? Questions. It's a little early. It feels early, but you know what? Let's do it. All right. Let's get into questions. Do you have concerns? I do have concerns. Did you get them from my mom? No, she didn't get back to me in time. But that's okay. Because I texted her. And, stuff. What? She has a hard time with that stuff. Using well, her brain. <laughs> well, I texted her and it was 930 in Skokie. Okay, let's do questions and concerns. All right. Oh, this is one from that was like from two people, basically. And it's actually kind of interesting. Okay. I'm concerned that you don't actually know what your strengths are. We got that one already. We did? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> All right. I'll have more. I'm concerned that you're falling for fake news regarding the coronavirus. Oh, my God. I'm not talking about the coronavirus on this podcast because we come out too late for what I say to matter or be relevant. Like, I'm obviously afraid that, like, there's going to be a pandemic and like a lot of people are going to get sick and it's going to be really sad. And that's all I'm going to say about it because, again, like by the time this comes out, like who knows what's going to be going on. And so that's all I can say at this time. Wait, but you know those videos? They're like black and white videos from like supposedly from China of like Why are you a guy this? trying to infect like an elevator. And they're like trying to scare us with that video. They're like, look at this guy like trying to spread coronavirus and Beijing or whatever. Why are we going? Here? But like, do you believe in those videos? No, like, I I read what scientists and experts write. Okay, it's on Reddit. Yeah, but that's it's not like no, I'm not stupid. I'm not calling you stupid. But that would be stupid to like see a video. Just do another question, Carl Los. It's a concern. <laughs> Wait, we're on concerns. You didn't ask a question then. Yeah, you wanted to go straight into concerns. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. Rewind the tape. No, we need questions. No, we're doing concerns right now. You asked me a question. No, I didn't. What was the question I asked you? I said, I'm concerned that you're falling for fake news. No, you said what? Oh. Oh, no. Delete the tape forever. <laughs> <laughs> 
The screen is the cartoon of us fixing things. <laughs> we'll be right back after this short break. You hear us like really mad in the background saying awful things. All right, do another concern. I'm concerned that you're not good at hiding when you don't like a new person in the group hang. Who the fuck said that? Me. <laughs> I don't think you're that good at hiding it. And I was concerned yesterday about it. I don't think the guy was like, like, uh, manly enough to do anything about it or like speak man, his mind. Why about- are you insulting someone's manliness? I'm like in man mode because of Amy Winehouse. She makes me want to be a better man. I swear to God, that's as good as it gets. Quote. That's been said before. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it originated there. You make me want to be a better man. Yeah, Jack Nicholson, yeah. Talon Hunt. Yeah. yeah, I love that movie. Me too. It's so good. Is um, it Nancy Myers? I have no idea. So I don't think so. So look, I don't want to talk specifics here about anyone because the person you're talking about, I don't dislike that person. I just didn't like the, I just, this I don't, I'm not ashamed to say, I don't like when someone's making fun of something that I take seriously. I don't, it's not like, if you're making fun of me, that's fine. But if you're making some fun of someone that's not there to defend themselves or any kind of version of that, like... I'm just not in the mood. I'm not in the mood. It's not fun. It's not positive. It's not safe. Um, But your concern is that if I'm hanging out with someone new, you think that I won't be able to hide that I don't like them. Exactly. Okay, let me talk about this one. Yeah, that's a valid concern. I... And you know what? When this incident happened, again, I'm not saying I didn't like this person because I barely know them. I was a new person I met. But when they were making fun of... Amy Winehouse's journals, I spoke up. I didn't hide it. I said, I don't think it's funny. I think it's really cool and I relate to it and I am inspired by it is what I said. So will I speak my mind? Yeah, I fucking hope so. Like, I don't want to... The last thing I want to do is to make that person feel comfortable, laugh with them. Because I think that would be the easiest thing to do is like to avoid conflict and be like, yeah, so stupid. Oh, I did that a couple of times. I was really. It's hard not to do that. Yeah. Isn't it? Because I was making fun of him by laughing. I was like, that's so dumb. You said that I'm laughing at it. And I was kind of hoping you would pick up on that. But he obviously didn't. It's infectious to want to like join in on the making fun of because it's like part of it's a community thing like oh yeah I want to I want to get along with you you're standing right next to me like let's all have fun together and I kind of felt myself like instinctually doing that and then I was like wait what and then that's when I spoke up so yes if you're concerned that I'm not gonna hide that you're right I'm not if you're making fun of somebody and I think that's bullshit I'm gonna speak up um Sometimes I do meet people and they annoy me right out right out the gate and I try to be respectful and I try to be nice and um I you know I'm never I would say I'm not really mean or rude but maybe quiet like if someone's being like loud and what I find to be obnoxious and I it's not funny it's more annoying then I'll kind of retreat a little I'll mm-hmm. get quiet but sometimes you might see me being quiet and it's not cuz I'm annoyed it's cuz I'm just like enjoying what's going on around me and I don't I don't want to participate. I want to just enjoy it. Um you know, like our friend Annie is like funny and loud and like I enjoy that when she's doing her thing mm-hmm. like I'll be there quiet observing, but there's other strangers that maybe whatever. Um so it's a valid concern, but I think that I choose kindness ultimately and so i'll never be mean i mean have you seen me be mean do you feel like no i just think yesterday you got quiet yeah and i was like concerned that they were picking up on that or the guy was picking up on that yeah well it's like what do you do when someone's like so some doing something you think is rude like that's why it's hard to like commit to plans when I don't know who the people that are going to be there. In fact, there's a, a mutual a group, a friend that I know that does these game nights where he doesn't tell you who's going. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. And one day I was like, I'm out. Like, I'm not doing these game nights because I'm not going to commit to a game night. When What if there's some like racist? Per- like, I don't know. I just like don't know what is going to happen. So what? I- <laughs> what? I- I like that your biggest fear about a game night is a surprise racist racist person. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, that's just like an easy example of something that's like not going to so be So you're playing tolerated. Scrabble and he like puts down Jews or something. You're like, <laughs> oh my God, this is why I need to know who's here. <laughs> Actually, yeah, like that could, I could see that happening. I get that. Um, okay. Is there another concern? No, but we can go to questions. Okay. Well, there is one more concern, but I just feel like you'll get mad at it. <laughs> what is it? No, no, what is it? I I was, to, I'd love to know. I just I, ranted on a negative topic because of your concern. Let's hear another one. I thought it was a good topic. Okay, good. I think your listeners would want to know your stance on that. Okay. I'm concerned that you'll actually move back home and that you'll regret it. <laughs> I get it. It's a legitimate concern from a close friend of yours. Here's what I'll say, which I've been thinking about this a lot. I tried to drop out of college three times, and I didn't do it until the third time. I've now just declared wanting to move home once, and so I'm going to give it a couple more times before I seriously consider this crazy thing that I want. If you're just tuning in, I've, the last couple of months, I've really been wanting to get out of L.A. I've been wanting to move to Illinois. Yes, I know it's absurd to think that moving to Illinois will be the Band-Aid that solves all my problems, but that's just where my mental state has been, and I have enough self-awareness to know that that's like a voice in my head and not necessarily what's right. That's what I'm saying. I'm not even going to consider it seriously till I give it three more times, two more times. Okay. Um, should we do questions? Well, let me ask you. Go ahead. You're living in Skokie. A month has gone by. Yeah. You turn on the TV. You see like friends of yours on the TV. Yeah. Does that weird you out a little bit? Not at all. Not in a bad way, but does it make you miss like being with those actual people and like having that kind of fun? Well, I would FaceTime and visit and do all But everyone says they'll visit. They never visit. It's a pipe dream to say, oh, I'll be back. Don't worry. But you know that when that person leaves, you lost them. Well, because I believe that when I move, I will still come here for work. Oh, okay. I see what So you're I'm not quitting, like, I'm not, like, quitting the business altogether. And I'm also not leaving out of resentments for the business. Mm-hmm. It's not the kind of thing where, like, I'll see people on TV and be jealous. Like, I'm happy in my relationship with the business. Mm-hmm. I'm. It's more the big city life that I'm getting away from in my head. So I actually do think I would visit because I would work. Mm -hmm. I would fly in for auditions. I would, if my show Dollface is still going, I would obviously be here for that. Um, Live in an apartment during that. Yeah. Like the Oakwood or something. (laughs) There's obviously, there's tons of short-term housing here. This is a city built on short-term housing. You know, you kind of convinced me that it would work. Oh no. If you really did fly in for all those things, it'd be really expensive. No, not well, really. How many flights would you take a month? Look, we you can't. Jeff Bezos just <laughs> flying everywhere. Yeah, I'm sure Bezos does Skokie to LAX. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I can't do it, obviously, because I do have a fiance who won't move. So that's a little bit of a the, the roadblock. Do you want to get into questions? Sure. Here's a simple one from P A L V I S. Wait, Palvis Alvis. All right. For Esther Club, Chicago deep dish pizza or NYC pizza slice? Ugh. I don't like pitting two cities against each other in terms of pizza. Like they both have their place, they both have their, you need both. You cannot live in an exclusively New York slice world and you can't live in an exclusively deep dish world. You need both pizzas. That being said, for me, my number one pizza would be Lumalnati's, thin crust, no cheese, green pepper, and onion. Next question. Where is that? Lumalnati's is a Chicago chain. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm not like super into Chicago deep dish. That's fine. I, it's that's like lasagna okay. almost. It's really cheesy. Yeah, it's really like different. This is hacky. I feel like everyone's yeah, talked about this. Yeah, it's different. I, I don't, I just don't eat it right now because I don't eat dairy. Oh, I like this one from B-Day, B-Day, B-Day. I have a question for you I want answered on the show or anywhere. Thank you. I enjoy some pot. 
I enjoy some podcasts and I'm cautious about what I consume. And so I'm wondering if you believe your podcast will help me better myself. I do because that's kind of where I'm at and what I'm about. And so if anything, like I hope that my self-awareness will like help you get in touch with your self-awareness. I hope that I share good tips and tricks. Like I think a couple weeks ago we talked about the endodontist advice or was it the perio the periodontist periodontist um, of hold your toothbrush like a flute and make sure you brush for two minutes. Uh, also, I've gotten some feedback since this podcast was released that people are doing their own full body scans. So that's exciting. My friend Rumi Neely said that she it's a new tradition for her now. She's yeah. going to do a full body scan every night for her spouse. Oh, that's nice of her. Yeah. yeah. I was like, that, that won't get annoying on night three. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that's not TMI for her. I'm sure it's fine. Um, okay. I want to tell a story that I've told before on a different podcast, but I just kind of want to share it because it is, it's like, it's just a thing that happened to me and I want to talk about it. I don't think I've told you about it, Carlos. So, when I was in high school, one of my really good friends from dance had a new boyfriend and I was newly single and I I was like I was like heartbroken single, you know, like where your high school sweetheart just dumped you and like so pathetic. Yeah, right now. you're in a bad place. So you're like open to anything. And so my open to anything. Well, like you're, when you're, you're like a junior in high school, you're like I'm open to all men now. I know. <laughs> No, it was senior year. So my friend Lindsay was like, let's all go out to CPK. I've got, I'm going to bring my boyfriend and he's going to bring a friend. We'll do a blind date. Do you know the story? No, I don't. I thought you were going to ask me if I knew what a blind date was. No, okay. So we go to CPK, which has gone way downhill in the last decade and it really sucks. But the margarita pizza in the 2000s was really good. So I was like, of course, I'll go there. That's where I had my first brownie Sunday experience. Like that place at Old Orchard Mall is like, I, I'm, I'm in it. So we go on the blind date. It's me, Lindsay, her boyfriend, and the guy that they am on the blind date with. We're talking. It's kind of good, you know? Mm -hmm. Like he's, I wouldn't say I'm like, wow, he's my guy. Like he's so hot. I Like it's not like that. But I'm like, I'm open-minded. He's nice. He's cute. Like He's really friendly and like nice. And he was I'm, a senior in high school too? Yeah. Okay. And so I'm like, I don't know. Like I feel good, you know? I'm I'm just like, this is interesting. It's a new experience for me. It's my first blind date. It was like probably even my first like any kind of date. So it's going well. And then towards the end of the date, he looks over at me and he's like, hey, wait, what did you say your last name was? And I'm like, Pavitsky, why? It's like, Oh, um, I think we're cousins. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, I'm Jason. Um, I think that your grandma, he's like, and he said his grandma's name. He's like, my grandma is, I'm like, oh my God, I remember his grandma's funeral. Like I remember being in his basement with him at his grandma's funeral watching TV. I'm just like, <laughs> that's how distant my family is that yeah i'm just kind of like bummed out for you <laughs> it's just like it feels like that would have been really dark in the moment it was it was weird it was f half funny part weird part a bummer part not the worst thing that could have happened was he a good kisser carlos <laughs> i would kiss my cousin but not that one I like how your family's anti anyone else. That's, that's my dad's side. House. Yeah. I like that. My dad's side, it's like nobody's. I think it's because he grew up with like a very big family and everyone always coming over. And I feel like that's kind of made him do the opposite in his oh, adult life. Cool. Anyway, so that's my f my one and only blind date story. I've never been on a blind date. No one's ever set me up on one. <laughs> I feel like they don't really happen anymore because you just be like, what's their Instagram? And then look them up. I feel like if I went on a blind date, it would be with like an actual blind person. That, be like, okay. That's not funny. <sighs> I have blindness on my mind too. Why? So we have two blind dogs right now. That's oh, at Vanderpump Rules mm -hmm. or Vanderpump? Vanderpump Dogs. Give us an update about Vanderpump. 
Um, all Carl, if you don't remember, Carlos works at Vanderpump Dogs. It's a dog rescue owned by a famous celebrity from Bravo. Lisa Vanderpump. She's nice to you, right? Yeah, she's very nice. I think she's like a cool person. She likes you. She's never been like, I've never given her a reason to be like tough on me or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty well behaved around her. What is, what's going on with the dogs? Dogs are good. I went to the vet last week with them to make sure they were okay. I feel like there's been a lot of drama at work, but everything's like kind of cooled down. Is the drama real or is it like? Yeah, it's real. I think everyone kind of like acts like a heightened version of themselves. And that was like weird and kind of took me some time getting used to. Now, is this public information that they shot a pilot based on your work? Yeah, I believe it is. Like, yeah, Bravo, you can Google it. Bravo made a reality TV pilot. I don't know who the production company exactly was. Well, Bravo is the network. Yeah, but I don't know if they like paid for it. Oh, okay. Yeah, like it might have been whoever makes Vanderpump Rules. But or is there going to be a show, or you don't know? Like, you can't say. I feel like I can't talk about that stuff. Okay. Yeah. So, from my perspective. Yeah, let's get your take. I believe knowing the success of the Vanderpump nonsense stuff, no offense. Like, you I don't have to say no offense. Everyone that brings up like Bravo, they're like, I don't watch Bravo, and no offense, but and then they know everything about it. It is that is really rude. People have done that to me with things too. With like freeform, I can't think of the example, but I know I feel that like. I don't watch it, no offense, but like I feel that that is some weird defense mechanism that oh, yeah. and you caught me in it and I'm really glad. But I do have a defense. Dalia talks about that though. Like how like guys will come up to him and be like, oh, my girlfriend loves you, but. There we go. That's a good like, example. Stop lying. You're like, stop you want to fuck Chris. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> your girlfriend probably also wants to, but yeah. I, okay. But just because a girl thinks a guy and who does stand up is funny doesn't mean she wants to have sex with him, Carlos. I mean, he's like a good looking. Because I love, guy. I love Dalia. I love his stand up. I love working with him. I, I don't want to that's have sex not with the him. case. Okay, just making sure you know that. Just don't want to perpetuate the like. Of course, I get that. It was more a like a compliment to of him. someone that you want, whatever. So, okay. <sighs> My defense in calling Vanderpump nonsense is that. Do you know that I got into a fight? Oh no! No, with what? one of the stars of Vanderpump Who? Rules. Was it? Yeah, rules. Is that is the the, show. Re- the restaurant one? Yeah, sir. That's where Valentine's Day was. Really? Yeah. Didn't so go. I did a set at the comedy store on it was the night that um I'm just gonna say a famous actor had passed away. And because I don't even want to go there with who it was, because I don't know enough about him to bring whatever the details up. Okay. And so when I go up on stage, like Especially when I'm not preparing for something, I'm pretty much just kind of keeping it loose, talking about what's on my mind. Like, that's how you find things. Not necessarily, it's not necessarily going to be funny, but like, I went up on stage and was like, wow, I literally just read that so and so died. Like, that's crazy. Didn't even make a joke. Obviously, probably had no right saying it, but at the same time, like, that was, that's kind of my way of going. I don't know. Not the comedy formula. store has that vibe. You can start rough. You know, you can get into it slowly. It's like a gym. Yeah. So I just I go up. I say that. Like, make no fun. Make no joke. Like, then get into my set. I get off stage. I get this tweet reply because that was this was in the time where I actually checked Twitter replies, like, frequently. Um, and there's this really nasty tweet that's like, you made fun of so-and-so. Your career is over. I'm like... <laughs> And this is like before canceled people. Like people weren't really being canceled. And I'm like, what? You were going to be canceled before canceled culture? That's right. But I wasn't because this bitch was a psycho. And if you were at the comedy store before the canceled stuff, Harvey Weinstein would have been really close because Miramax was right next door to the comedy store. Why even bring Katana. that up? What I'm is just, this like a tour of Me Too for you, this podcast? I'm so – that's crazy to bring up Me Too and like me being like kind of like – like laughy about it that's not what i was doing i got ronin on my mind i read the book i'm always thinking about it it's very fascinating to me i know your team ronin thank you mm-hmm. as am i thank you <sighs> not that there should be teams there can be teams in no. this one i'm on team ronin that's the only team though so everyone's on that team that's okay i like that <laughs> okay so 
I get this tweet. It says like your your career is over, and I'm like scared because I'm like a couple years into comedy and I don't really know what this means. So I immediately like forward it to my entertainment lawyer. I'm like, what does this mean? Like I'm scared. But then I think I did respond and was like, I don't know. I don't even remember what I said because yeah. I I think Twitter wars are so embarrassing. I don't care who you are. I don't care how you do it. It's embarrassing. Agreed. For me, it's not going to happen. Like it's too stupid. It's. I don't like it. I don't think it's cool or cute or funny. I just don't like it. I think some people can make work, not me. So I probably did some response and she fought back and we had just had like a little spat and it just left a really bad taste in my mouth. And I'm like, you're telling me now this is it's going to sound mean, but it's like you're trying to tell me my career is over. I'm an up and coming stand up comedian. I don't even really have a career. And you're a famous waitress. Like, <laughs> come on. Like, you just are, like, looking for trouble here. And so, and I hate saying that because it feels like I'm disrespecting wait people who make their living being a waiter or waitress, which is not the case. I'm more trying to just, just like, say that this person thinks that they're someone that they're not. Anyway, that's, like, the little thing we got into this morning. It just made me ever since then have a really negative view of Vanderpump stuff. Have you been holding on to this? Since I started working there? Yeah, it feels much better to let it out. I like that. Do you know this person? Who was it? You can just say their name. They're like I don't remember her name, but I remember she was in a horrible accident years later and she had to have her face like reconstructed. Hmm. Did they ever figure out who caused the accident? They didn't. <laughs> um it's I don't not funny, know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know anything about like face reconstruction. I feel like half those people reconstruct their face like recreationally so i don't think right like i don't know about any accidents anyway we'd have to do some googling like i don't know be curious if there is a show that you are a participant on i've met like the new people mostly okay. and like some of the older ones like i met like lala a couple times she's like cool do you know what that is i don't she's very famous and i want to say i don't know but with respect not like i don't know and i'm better than it i don't know with respect. It's like a funny place to work. Honestly, I was thinking about it on the way here. I was like, do the dogs make me happy? And I was like, I don't think they do. I think they make me sad. But what? like, it's like there's like sadness around it, like more than I thought. Like I'm very protective of them. And it's sad to see them go. And they remind me I of thought... my old dogs and like all these things combined. It's like so loving that it makes me sad. I thought you liked seeing them get adopted, though. Yeah, but there's like, I guess there's one right now who I don't want to get adopted and i'm like already kind of sad about it really yeah there's been like four where it's actually like heartbreaking i'm like i gotta i gotta go outside because you'll miss them because you just feel close to them yeah and i also worry that they're like mad at me for i don't want them to think i abandoned them because like i took them in and like there's this dog right now from mexico who was abused like really badly and he tried to bite me on his first day there and like within a week he was like super into me and like now when he sees me he freaks out like he like climbs onto me he's like loves me so much mm. and like he's not super into like anyone else like i think he like bit like a customer the other day actually can i say that yeah i'll say <laughs> it um he like jumped up and nipped someone and i think there was like a whole group text about it but um yeah i'm like already kind of like sad about him leaving and so i don't know it, there's like sadness around it it's interesting I, this is why I go back to like I think what you do is really selfless. And it feels like sacrifice at yeah. this point. And, and it's I, interesting. To you I would say like as sad as that is, I think that that's where you tell yourself like I'm not doing this for myself. Like mm. I'm doing this to help these dogs. Definitely. And I think that's – because a lot of times like <sighs> I talk to people who like their dog has passed away and they don't want to get a new dog because it feels like betrayal. Mm. And I try to, and I don't know if this advice works because I haven't had to go through that lately. But like, if you look at it from, I would hope you could look at it from the perspective of like, I'm a good dog parent and it's my responsibility to take care of another dog. And it's like almost like giving back to the species of all dogs as yeah. opposed to like, but that said, like, I can see how it would be really hard for me to take on a new dog after, like, if something happened to Donut. No, I like that. I can like, I don't know. It's good advice on like keeping marching forward because there are dogs from like the past who I also missed. And now there's like new ones who I'm like really into and helping. Mm -hmm. 
So um, this girl came into the center. Why do you call it the center? That's what they call it. Oh, okay. To the rescue. And um, she found me on Instagram. Like she fostered a dog. Then she found me on Instagram and added me and like DM me and stuff. And stuff. Explain. DM me and just like we had a convo whatever. And she has a boyfriend. Mm. Was the DM? But she didn't mention him until like five days into the talking. But we had like a good rapport. Like it was like cool. But what if she just wanted to be your friend? I think that she just wanted to be my friend. And you're a like stupid guy that thinks every girl that looks at that's you not true. Sex with you. No, that's not true. But if like a girl kind of seeks you out on Instagram and like I have nothing to do with her, like she went out of her way kind of thing, it's a little flirty. I got to argue this one. I really do. And it's not wow. because it's not about you. For me, it's about this happening to me. It's about me going out of my way to make a friendship with a guy mm -hmm. and then having that guy think that I like them. And this is like a problem in society. And I'm not saying I'm right or wrong. Like this is just I've encountered this oh. on two <sighs> different occasions. One, I remember meeting a comedian at a comedy club and having like a really good talk with them. And then afterwards hearing from their friend that they said that I was into them. I'm and just I was embarrassed right now. <laughs> and I was like, what? Like, that's really sad for me that he thinks I'm into him because we had a nice conversation and we're peers. But I feel like I'd like to think that I'm better than that and that I like I'm not into every girl who's nice to me. Like I have friends at work who are girls who I'm like really just friends with. But like, I'm embarrassed that like th that it like one slipped through. And I actually did think like a girl was kind of into me. I think that's She's okay. also really pretty. And on her application, I wrote Olivia. What's. Oh, fuck. I forgot her name. Newton John. No, I didn't. She doesn't Mun? look like. Wild. Olivia Wild. Dukakis. No, <laughs> Olivia Wild is what I wrote on her uh -huh. application. Like she kind of had that vibe. Mm. I wish she looked like Olivia Munn. I love Olivia Munn. She she's like really pro dogs. Oh, she is. She's really yeah. What she like got mine? work on her face and then was like, "It's from eating Japanese sweet potatoes." And everyone's like, "No, you got fillers." I don't know. I just don't like when people hide stuff like that. You got so freaked out when didn't I tell you this the other day? I switched credit cards with a girl at work, <laughs> and I was like driving to Ojai, and so I couldn't switch it back. Mm -hmm. And she was like, well, I have to go get Botox and lip filler today. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, how much is it? And she was like, uh, like 800. And I don't really know how much the lips are. And I'm like, holy shit. Well, just tell me. And yeah, like. <laughs> I just thought that was funny that a girl at work made you pay for her lip injections. I feel like you should have just been like, keep it. I'll work extra for the $900 it cost. <laughs> just to be a, if you were a true alpha male, you would have just paid for it. That's not I don't I don't think that's true. I'm not into like the alpha kind of thing. I feel like it's incel adjacent. Like I don't even want totally to talk fair. about it. Anyways. That's why I don't like talking about like the movie stuff. It's too close to like the anti like woman culture for me. But we should own it. Like we should take those things back. Oh, take yeah. it back. We gotta take it back from that energy. We're not we're not gonna not talk about movies just because like oh, that's hateful so people funny. do. Take it back. You gotta take everything back. It's like the N-word. We're taking it back. No, 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 no. No, we're not. I <laughs> not didn't that. take it back and you didn't either. <laughs> no, no, but no, 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 no. That's like the most famous take it back. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I adopt take it back. Like you I don't want anyone to be able to just like take things. Yeah. I meant nerd. What? As my N-word. Oh. it's <laughs> a good one. Anyway. <sighs> it's not funny to talk about the N-word at all. It's racist. I don't agree with that. I hear the N-word all the time. In, my, in music I listen to, um, when I go to basketball games and I sit low, I won't take dates to Staples. Sit low. Let's talk about what the fuck that means. <sighs> like low to the stage? Yeah, to the basketball stage where they <laughs> dance. Um, no, I'll try and sit like behind the benches or like a couple rows behind. And it's strategic. And what I'll do is like if I'm talking to any girls, like I'll hide them from the story of me at the basketball game because I don't want them to know that I didn't take them because it's so expensive. That is so manipulative to hide a story from a specific person. I've definitely done that, that before. That is so shady. Have you done that to me? 
Absolutely not. Okay. No, it's just girls I've hooked up with. That's so, this is well, like, there's too much here for me to be upset about. <laughs> First, by the way, I do want to, in your defense, say that like, I understand why if a pretty girl was DMing you on Instagram, any kind of girl, that like, I understand why you maybe went there. But I also think like, let's not always go there. And mm -hmm. let's just assume that like, this is why I made the show alone together. It's about a platonic male-female friendship. Like, it's really not rocket science. It's like some guys and girls are friends and they're not into each other. Yeah. Like, that has to be... We have to, like, remember that when we, like, wake up in the morning because otherwise, like... Again, like, and I have another example where, like, I hung out with this guy who I really liked, really respected, like, I would even say looked up to, and then he, like, made a move on me, and it wasn't, it's totally not like he did anything wrong, but it was disappointing to me that that happened because I was just like, fuck, like, I really wanted to be friends with this guy, like, I really like him, mm -hmm. and then like he made a move and then it like became something else and then it was just never going to be okay. You had no feelings back. No. Like I had feelings of respect and like general like like they said like liked and looked Did up to. Did he kiss to. you at all? No. No, no, no. He didn't. Okay. Um which is good like he did the appropriate thing of like ask first. So What about a friendship that like where the guy like slowly starts to like the girl because you get along so well. Carlos. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> but like, like what about that? Like, I don't think that's like a bad thing. He's not like, oh, she's obsessed with me. What if you like you slowly kind of fall in love? I think it's a little bit of a betrayal of the friendship. Oh my God. <laughs> it kind of is, but that's so sad. I know. I get it. It totally is, but it's a little bit of a betrayal. I've, it's not a bad thing to like like a girl or like fall for them if it like comes naturally. I think that's true. I mean, I've had I've been on the other side of this where and I think you know about this and we're not ever gonna say who because okay. this one is like never. Mm-hmm. But there was someone within our circle that I had like a summer where I was like, am I into him? Do you remember, you know who I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. it's, <laughs> it's so mm -hmm. bad that it could never, mm -hmm. ever be spoken about. I'm trembling. <laughs> I shouldn't even be My saying My lips this. are trembling. No, not because I want to say the name because I'm so overwhelmed with emotion. I know. I'm vibrating. I feel like people are going to think that it's Benji just because we had the show that it's not it's Benji. Not. <laughs> um. It's someone in the more it's a distant whatever. But I had that happen and it was really just so I'm just I'm embarrassed to admit, but it I'm just saying like it happens and it you kind of it goes away. It went mm -hmm. away. For me it like came and went very quickly. I I've been in like friendships with a girl. I think it kind of just means you're really like bored and lonely. Cause I think that's where I was. Mm, where you're like seeking it out. Yeah. I kind of think that's what happened with this last girl. I was like, am I just like searching? Like, am I like, was I looking too hard for someone to like me that I would like assume DMs were like that answer? But I've also been in a situation where I'm friends with a girl. We, I slowly start to like her. And then like, she kind of knows, you know what I mean? Like, Cause it's like kind of obvious. And then like, I had this girl make the move on me. Like we made out, whatever. And then it kind of just like dissipated. It's like I felt used. Like she tried me out or something. Is this who I'm thinking of? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no other details. I can't believe. Okay. But you know what I'm saying? No. What are you trying to say? I just think it's funny you're talking about this. What are you trying to say? That that's also a situation that can happen where like the girl can like give it a shot. And then, like, not be into it. This is like, it's too. It's so gone. The though. problem is, we're not giving any specifics. So it's like, too. Like, I'm lost. And I know everything you're saying mm -hmm. and who you're talking about. And I'm lost. Okay. We don't have to get into so, it. It's like a messy situation. I think the fact of the matter is, it's like, let's all try to look at life where, like, people of different genders can be friends and it's not romantic. How many genders are there, Esther? I'm joking. I'm not putting you on the spot. Oh, God. <laughs> It is really cute when my mom will like try to use the appropriate like they or them and then she'll accidentally say the wrong one. Oh, that's funny. It I've is... never had to use that term like the they them thing. Like no one's ever told me like, hey, refer to me as they that or whatever. I see. Yeah, I did have a friend who's a guy who I don't he wants to be referred to and like as a different name. 
Mm-hmm. But it's not like a completely different name. It's not like his dead name. Have you ever heard of that? No. Oh, I, can you explain it? It's like a very respectful thing. But like when people transition, they like completely get rid of their other name, I believe. Mm. And like they, I think it's like a touchy subject. I think it's called the dead name. So I would assume that like Caitlyn Jenner's dead name is Bruce Jenner. Exactly. Okay. Except very famous. We all know the dead name. Yeah. Um, dead tooth, dead name. But I'll say <laughs> this. Um, I have not had my root canal yet. I just want to, I feel like I've been holding that in. I saw a second endodontist who told me that I didn't necessarily need it yet. So I'll check back in when I get all my ducks in a row. So I keep going with whatever nonsense. It's just that this guy, his name was Josh. Oh, yeah. He wants to be referred to as Joss now without the H. It's like more feminine or something. Oh. But I was like into it. I was like, cool, you got it. I'll call you that. Yeah, it's you got to respect what people want. I was excited about it, though. But that's the only time like in this like new world we live in where like I've been asked like, hey, can you like actually not call me what you've been calling me for years? I think it must be like it must be really scary to ask that of other people. So I think it's cool because even like I feel like if I wanted to change my name, whether it had something to do with my gender or not. I think it would be really scary to mm-hmm. ask that. Like I would it's really vulnerable and like Yeah. I don't it's know. cool to ask it though. It's like I like got excited. I was like, yeah, like I want you to be like the most you you can be. It I was think fun. Any version of asserting your needs is cool. It's like, hey, wait, actually There are limits <laughs> to asserting your needs. <laughs> wait, actually, Carlos, I need you to pick me up in your mom's Mercedes <laughs> tomorrow at 8 a.m. Yeah, that's the I same asserted as- my needs. <laughs> <laughs> How is mom's Mercedes? Um, I hit a curb earlier. I just got too close to the curb, but it's mm-hmm. good. You did not like the way it smelled the past couple of days. Yeah, it smelled like pot. You're a pothead. I'm not a pothead just because I've smoked marijuana in it and around it. Doesn't Does your mom a, know you smoke pot in her she, car? I don't know about, I don't know if she knows in the car. She knows you smoke pot. Yeah. How who when you need like an oil change and stuff, does your mom call you and tell you like you need an oil change in two weeks? Like how do you No, do I think like the car will tell me and then I'll just go to Jiffy Lube or something. Do you have like a special Mercedes? do you ever go to the Mercedes place like um, in Beverly Hills? Yeah. Well it was funny because we were taking the Mercedes around town the other day. Yeah. And we had to go somewhere right next to Mercedes. Oh yeah. And I accidentally pulled into the dealership and you freaked out. <laughs> You're like, this isn't the place. Oh, my God, we're at Mercedes. Why did you want to come here? <laughs> I know. I have a fear of being in someone's car and them taking you on a surprise errand. Oh, that's horrible. And we were not doing that. I know. But like, That'd be terrible. I'm so afraid of someone being like, well, I'm just stopping here to like drop this off. I'm like, no, no, no. Whoa, whoa. Like, you didn't tell me about this surprise errand. Yeah, I feel like my mom would do that. Like if we were going home from after school, she was like, hold on. We got to go to like the post office or something. I'd be it's like, like oh, well, no, no, I have shows to watch. I'm so not into that. Like we got to be home by 430. <laughs> Stat. Like TV starts then. <laughs> Um, are we missing any segments? I want to make sure that we don't like totally blow off all the segments. Um, because I, I didn't like that last week we missed one. Um, I did say there was a segment going to be called best friend tribute where you say something about your best friend, Christina. There is one more question I would, w- I really want. Okay, fine. All right, because I got it from it so many people. Okay, this better be good. How could you not know about the movie Teaching Mrs. Tingle? I, here's the thing. I heard about the movie. This is from the first episode. Carlos made a reference to it. I've heard about Teaching Mrs. Tingle, but when you called it Teaching Mrs. Tingles, <laughs> something was off for me to the point where I didn't. You're f- blaming me. Yeah. That's like, that's crazy. Did you know you were calling it the wrong name? Yeah. I mean, I was like, I called You're it. You're making a joke. No, I wasn't. I was like, it was from so long ago. I couldn't remember. Okay. And it was like the pilot. Maybe we were like podcast rusty or something. <sighs> We're always podcast rusty. We're like, we're but that's like saying, "Oh, I saw Indiana Jones," and you're like, mm, <laughs> "I've never heard of that movie, Carlos." It's like, yes, you have. Meet me a little, like halfway. For you to try to compare Indiana Jones popularity Indiana and name Joan. res name recognition. Oh, that's to like the female Mrs. reboot. Tingle, Indiana Jones. Yes, but you're not getting how your analogy doesn't work. Teaches teaching Mrs. Tingle is such a deep cut versus Indiana Jones, no matter how you say it. Anyway, I don't think it's a deep cut. This it's... podcast is over. You know what? Are you really mad? No. There's no way you're mad about that. I'm not that. really mad, but I think the podcast, it needs to end. Okay. Um, You guys, thank you for tuning in. 
Carlos and I, look, we're still getting to know each other. We're still figuring things out. I've known you since 2009. (laughs) I think. I funny people is out. The we things were that Carlos friends. says about North Korea and other topics, like I do not, they don't represent my views. I'll tell you that. I'm anti North Korea. Even that I don't represent. Really? I don't know. Esther, you should be anti North Korea. I'm okay. I don't. Now you've put me in a very uncomfortable position where I have to take a stance. Well, you should answer the question, and if it's like we'll call a lawyer. And if they're not into it, like we'll delete it. Carlos, so just answer no, the question. No, I'm not answering the question. The podcast is ending. You're pushing you know, my Kim buttons. Jong-un isn't that bad. I want you pushing up my buttons, babe, to see me fronting, honey. You're pushing. Up. I'm singing the Pussycat Dolls because you're pushing I know, my buttons. I know the singing is like we're going into mania. Wait, it has <laughs> to stop. This is. Thank you. I'm like literally trying to sign off and you're asking me my views on North Korea. Like, what is going on? Because you. Like, ma- I thought that I. Named, I thought I started a podcast called Esther Club where I got to decide what we did and what we talked about. And now there's a put, he's pushing the buttons. And I, you know, I hate to say the phrase North Korea and pushing buttons in the same <laughs> sentence, but here we are. And I thought my podcast was going to end five minutes ago and it's still going. So, everyone, thank you for listening. As I said, please rate, review, subscribe. Rate, review, subscribe, do those things, show your support. Um, Look, if you're listening, you're already in Esther Club, so it's too late for you. Try to save other people. Tell them not to listen. Um, <laughs> right in front of the producers. <laughs> in the comments, I do have a question. I want to know what people do for vitamins. I want to talk about that next week. I want to know what vitamins you use. Um, and uh, Post questions in the comments. Yeah, too. post questions for the questions and concerns segments in the po- comments. I'm coming to Indianapolis in April at the Helium. Um, I think that's it for now, you guys. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs>